Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, if you've got ideas for future episodes, please contact us. There are two easy ways to do so. You can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org, or you can tweet at us, sfdiocese, use the hashtag ignition. Again, email is ignition at sfcatholic.org, and by Twitter, you can reach us, use the Twitter handle sfdiocese, hash, and use the hashtag ignition with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future episodes. Father, we should give a better introduction of ourselves before we continue. What names, what are names anyway? Well, name is very important. I know. I mean, name is identity, name is destiny, name is... Mission. Mission, yeah, definitely. Name is a calling. Yes. I have called you by name. Do you know your name? You know what I mean. I don't know if I know what you mean right there. And dear listeners, he was uh, giving like these like weird like <laughs> eyebrow raises and things like that. And, and it's just a little scary. <clears throat> uh, actually, a lot scary. Wow. 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 My name is Father Andrew Dickinson. That's my name. And uh, yeah, so I'm the pastor of St. Paul's Parish in White, and I am the director of the Pius XII Newman Center serving SDSU. Go big, go blue, go jacks. Someday I'll get that right. There's no go home in there. I thought I keep saying that. No, 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 no. Nope. I am, again, Chris Bergwald. I, my, my position with the diocese is Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization. But closer to who I am, my identity is husband to, dang it. Yes, I got it right this time. Yeah, I was saying guest to myself. Husband to Jermaine for lo these nearly 17 years. Oftentimes, if you've never heard before, I, for some reason I keep saying wife of Jermaine. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> and we have five five very well behaved, generally most of the time, great kids. It's true, Father. <laughs> most of the time, you have five. <laughs> and most of the time, they're well behaved. Most of the time, they're well behaved. Oh, okay. Grammar is important. Grammar is very true. important. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do an episode on how the death of grammar will actually lead to the isolation of us all. Oh my gosh, there's a lot there. Oh, there's a lot there. I've but, ranted on this before with college students. But not today. But not today. My actually wah, we wah. had uh we had a guest for dinner the other night and my one of my ten year old twins was correcting me on my grammar. It was, I, was I was proud of her. Way to go. Well done. Wipe a little tear beneath the eye. Well done, Noel. Well done. But we're not talking about grammar today. Or ordering a steak. Nope. Well done. Ah, thank you. Annotated Father Andrew Dickinson. I just, man, I thought it kind of flowed. We should include this in show notes. Uh, let's talk about, I have no good transition. You got a good, you have a good segue, Father? No. No. We're going to talk about scrupulosity. Yep. <laughs> scrupulosity. Scrupulosity. Five. Five. Count them. Five syllables. For such a small. Hooked on Pahanix. Worked, worked for me. Uh, <laughs> um, but scrupulosity is not about spelling or grammar. No, it's a th- it, it is it, it is uh, 
we, we try to, if you've never listened to Ignition before, you've already gotten a sense that we try to keep things light and informal. Um, generally speaking, we do. We yeah. do. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. uh, I was wondering if you meant like through the whole thing or just in the introduction of like topics? Uh, well, definitely in the introduction of topics. But our approach, I would say, Father, generally speaking, like you can get great content. There are all sorts of, we've, we've talked before, other episodes about great um, resources to learn more about your faith. Right. We try to bring some levity to um, serious topics. Yeah, I just don't know how we would do it. That's, I mean, do this that seriously. I mean, this uh, topic ignition. in particular. No, no, no. This is a very serious topic. Right. Right. But our style isn't. No, I and mean, we just, we just can't do us yeah. that seriously. Get a different co-host. Kick yeah. me out. Send me back to Brookings in white. <laughs> I don't think this is technically part of your assignment letter, is it? I know it isn't. So yeah, I'm, it's nice. I'm tempted from you, you time can, to time. You can't have recourse to the bishop I'm tempted. if I kicked you, or you could, or I wouldn't have any recourse to the bishop if you left. If I, yeah, if I said, nah. <laughs> shake the dust from my sandals. And... Bye bye, Bergwald. Bye bye. Okay, so um, it is a serious topic. We should start, Father, before we get. And I'm really what I'd like to do um, is is make this a little bit more. Um, not completely, but more interview style than normal. I, I really mm-hmm. like again our style is typically mm-hmm. we sort of we really co-host, mm-hmm. um, but but because you just came off directing a thirty day recently, mm-hmm. you, you you often have great insights based on that experience, mm-hmm. and so I would like to ask you most of the questions. Okay, if you're fine with that, mm-hmm. okay. I'm making lots of mm-hmm noises in the yes, microphone. Yes, you are. You're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. that very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> We should start with a, we should start with a definition. Well, could we, could we just talk about this? Actually, is a nice oh, way to introduce scrupulosity. Though. Okay. Like, um, scrupulosity. What scrupulosity isn't? Well, via negativa. Yes. Okay. So, uh, I was just I was making mm-hmm noises into the microphone. Yes, you were. And I was working with my focus team just a, two weeks ago or so, and noticed that one of our missionaries who'll be back for his second year, great uh, missionary. But whenever he has something serious to say, he often begins with a mmm. He makes that noise. And so has anyone ever done that to you, Dr. Bergwald? Yes. They, they call out like one of your mannerisms or personality oh, things. Absolutely. Right, right. Right there. Absolutely is one of them. Anyway, go ahead. Absolutely. Or right absolutely there. is. Absolutely is one of your mannerisms. Yeah. I, so especially the videos that I've done before in mm. house. I, I just, at the end, I tend to, so the, the other person makes a point. I'm absolutely. And that's, you know, for me, that's the, that's the, the that's another way of saying the end. It's the absolute point. This is the ultimate <laughs> point. We have so reached the Himalaya of points. Our, our engineer, uh, Tim Stanick and, and his uh, partner in all things communications, Bill Seeley, mock me regularly. Because absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is where I wish Tim had a mic, but he doesn't. Actually, I'm kind of glad he doesn't. Yeah, I know. But, uh, um, right. So, but like. When you become aware of that, yeah. or yeah, like yeah. you listen to yourself, mm-hmm. oh, listening to my own mm-hmm. homilies, that's a penance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> listening to ignition is a penance. But the hopefully not for the listener, just for the co-hosts. Probably both, yeah, maybe column A, column B, and uh, but when someone calls you out of one of those things, just being aware right. of it, uh, it makes you overly attentive and overly aware of what you're doing. Right. Right. And that's a little different from scrupulosity. So scrupulosity isn't like obsessive compulsive or scrupulosity isn't, uh, um, someone who like, Oh, what was that movie with Jack Nicholas, Helen Hunt a number of years ago? Uh, as good as it gets. Something like that. Yeah. As good as it gets. You make me want to be a better man. That's, that's it. That's it, Jack. 
Uh, but where Jack Nicholson's character, like he has to turn on the water faucet on and off like yep. five times yep. and always has to use a clean bar of soap and has this routine. That isn't scrupulosity. Right. That is not scrupulosity. Absolutely. And so I just want to be clear on that. Is that, have it, is that, is that good? Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Dead air as Dr. Bergwald <laughs> looks for a sign from his engineer and gets no dead sign. air from the engineer. No sign. <laughs> but anyways, I think he's blocked you out. I think so. And so, uh, anyways, the, um, so that is what scrupulosity is not. Right. So what is scrupulosity? That's a great question, uh-huh, Dr. Thanks, Bergwald. Yeah. <laughs> so right, I think the way we'll talk about scrupulosity today, I'm going to take it from St. Ignatius of Loyola <clears throat> in his, uh, spiritual exercises which is the content of the 30-day long ignatian retreat and he has in the back uh, different rules and many people are familiar with his rules for discernment of spirits for the first week but there's other sets of rules as well there's rules of discernment of spirits for the second week there's rules uh, for thinking with the church uh, very handy <laughs> sentire cum ecclesia think with the church exactly we're gonna break out the latin i know well, you're gonna do it later so i'm Am I? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I got to remember to find that one. Uh, And then uh, rules for scruples, right? Right. And how the enemy seeks to persuade us. And these are all about how the enemy wants to persuade us. So, Father, quick question about the rules before we get into the content. Would you recommend, I'm guessing not actually, but maybe you would, is it, is, is it, you can get copies of the all of the rules, right? I mean, they're published. They're in book form. I could get the rules and read them, you right? Could. You could would very you, well do would, that. Would you, is there merit in doing so, or do you really need... Okay, I know that the fullness of them would only come through, probably only come through, uh, if you actually make a, the spiritual, actual, spiritual exercises. Right. The, the rules are really best for those who are directing someone, okay. and that they can teach you from them, and teach you with them, and then you learn the rules experientially from your own life and from someone else uh, observing things about you. Discernment, direction is usually always best done with another. Okay, right. Yep. So would so would you? Um, dis- Go on, pick up a copy today. Would, yeah, yeah. Would you? Would you? Uh, would you recommend against doing that? I should. I guess. Is the I question. wouldn't recommend against it, but I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't want anyone to be deceived to think if I just pick up this book and read through it, because it's not a book to be read through. Right. It's okay. a manual for a director uh, leading someone through these 30 days of spiritual exercises. Okay. okay. So, so thank, I don't want to get too far afield, but I was just curious. If somebody's thinking, oh, should I, is that a book? Is that something I should go f- buy the book? Uh, you, you could, but it won't be as helpful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you know, like the directees that are going on this retreat, they'll read the book. At times, like I'll tell them, oh, read this, you know, paragraph 273, because this has a good point or whatever. Okay. But uh, I'm not going to tell them, well, I'll just read it cover to cover and come back to me in 30 days. Right, right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So he's got these rules for scruples. Yes. And so this is where we're kind of taking our working definition of scruples today. Um, and so scruples also is not misjudgment. We talked about like obsessing over small things. It's also not misjudgment. So... Like if I'm walking into the chancery building here in Sioux Falls and I step on a crack in the sidewalk that happens to be in the shape of the form of a cross, I have not desecrated the, the true cross of our Lord. Right. Or if uh, an image of the Blessed Virgin should show up on a piece of toast and I unknowingly, without looking at it, eat the piece of toast and then I often discover there's like the half an image of, oh, wow, that looks like the Blessed Virgin on my piece of toast. 
right? That is not scrupulosity okay. as well. Okay. Right. That's misjudgment. Right. Right. Uh, and so scrupulosity is really this confusion, this vacillating back and forth. Have I, have I not sinned in some way? Uh, you know, oh, it looks like I have sinned. Oh, it looks like I have not sinned. You know, this, this, and especially that it's a thought that comes to me from without. Okay. So, all right, go ahead. Right. So it appears to me a thought that comes from without uh, that says, oh, it looks like I've sinned in this situation. And then, oh, no, I haven't sinned. And, and because of this back and forth, I feel this disturbance, this doubt. Right. And that is uh, the scruple in that way, because uh, that's a scruple. We'll leave it there. Okay. So when you say this is a sin, is it a sin? In other words, talking just to be clear here about some specific act that right. I have done. Right. An act of commission or omission, something I did or failed to do. And I'm confused about whether or not I, I vacillate about whether or not this was a sin or not. Right. And it's especially, especially that vacillation, okay. that going back and forth, this uncertainty that is where the scruple lies. And you also said, it sounded like a key part of the definition is that it's, it's, it comes from without. Right. So um, I, I'm going to want you to say more about that. Maybe it'll come later. Yeah. We'll talk more about that okay. later. Okay. Well, that's uh, actually, let's not talk about that later. Um, the whole idea of like discernment of spirits is like these things are kind of like what you encounter. And so it's, it's within your own heart, I will say, but it's an idea, like ideas that come to you from the outside. This is what we're talking about. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. And so, um, so this, so this is that scruple in that way, this indecision, and this is what we want to look at. This is what we want to better understand. So we know how to act with it. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Ignition, a broadcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and I'm here with Father Andrew Dickinson. And we are talking today, as you, as you may have just heard us referencing uh, scrupule, scruples, we're talking about scrupulosity, which is part, and we never really said this, but I think it was implicit if if you've um, been uh, listening to the entire episode so far, um, uh, something that comes in in the spiritual life, something that as we're seeking to grow in our spiritual life, grow in our relationship with God, uh, this is something that... I think, is it fair to say many people can uh, encounter? In, in one way or another, yeah. Okay. Yep. Especially because, especially for souls wanting to go from good to better in the spiritual life, you know, for more inattentive, it probably won't rise as much, which we'll understand a little more in a moment. Okay. So it's not, and, and, and you already, Father, you already said that, um, well, I should say, if you've got questions about what we're discussing, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or you can tweet at us, use the Twitter handle sfdiocese, Hashtag ignition. So you've you started, Father, by laying out what um, scrupulosity isn't. It's right. not um, sort of spiritual OCD, if you will. Um, it's not um, misjudgment, like right. making a bad decision. Um, it's confusion. It's right. vacillating about a particular act, whether disturbance what, of soul, and it comes and it's a thought that confusion um, is somehow external. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, not that you're going to hear something per <clears throat> se, but um, just, uh, that, that it's going to seem like it's coming to you and it's like, it's not your own thought. No, does that just a point of clarification there? Does that mean, uh, it, it has to be, uh, demonic in origin or not? No, I mean, uh, um, it could just be, 
And this is like, it, it still could be your own thought in a way. Right. But it's still like a disturbing thought that's disturbing the peace, the kind of right. rest of your recollection and confidence in God. So this, and we're not going to have time to get into detail, but maybe another, this is a topic for another episode. Uh, so I can have, it's, it's external in a sense to my heart. Would that be a way to put it? Like it's, it's internal well, it's not, to the, me. You're really fixated on this and I, and we don't need to fixate on this too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, like. It, it, is it get, external or not? I guess this is the question then. Yeah, because, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but like, I mean, it's especially external to your peace is, is the way Ignatius is using okay. the word. Okay. Right? That you have peace or you have recollection uh, from confidence in your state of grace, confidence in your spiritual director, confidence in your encounter with our Lord. And then this thought comes to you seemingly from the outside. Okay. In a sense, it's it's, you know, you're in a place of peace and all of a sudden this thought comes in. Oh, you might have done this wrong. Right. So that's the idea of an external thought. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So what else can you tell us about scrupulosity then? Right. So um so again it is this confusion. And the reason it comes to you from the outside in this way is because it's a thought, whether from the enemy or just in your own pride as a source, where you uh go into a you exasperate your sensitive conscience, really is okay. what's going on. And so uh our Lord wants our tendencies to be true tendencies, to be in balance and truth, whereas the enemy, uh, he wants to exaggerate our tendencies. Right. Okay. So if your tendency is to have a coarse conscience, right, to rarely notice that you've offended God or right. offended your neighbor, the enemy wants to make that more coarse. Right. More rough in this regard. But if you have a delicate, a sensitive conscience, then he wants to exasperate and make it more sensitive. Okay. Right? So whichever way we lean... He'll push it further that way. Right. Okay. And so uh, scruples then are often in a sensitive conscience, someone trying to go from good to better in the Christian life, and with a sensitive conscience, because you can have sensitive, con- you can have a coarse conscience and still desire to go from good to better. Right. Right. And there, then our Lord wants your conscience to be more sensitive. Right. But in this case, uh, the enemy then takes that sen- sensitive conscience because he knows you well, and he will... Uh, seek to make it all the more sensitive okay. in that way, to think that uh, things that aren't sins are venial sins, that venial sins are mortal sins, and mortal sins are mortal sins are just, you know, unforgivable. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so that's the sexy of, like, exasperating that okay. and, and making it... More, or pushing it, exaggerating it, pushing yep. it further the, yep. to its nat- natural tendency. Right. Okay. And the reason why I said like this whole idea of like the external internal thing, because this really then starts to play off your pride. So say more about what, how, well, in the sense of your pride of you wanting to be perfect in some regard, or you thinking that you can create or have this life in which you do not sin or in your pride thinking that God would ask of you this spiritual, uh, spiritual and serious person to live, uh, by your own effort without sin in some way. Okay. Right. Okay. And so you become focused in on yourself and that way and examining yourself uh, to this degree, to this uh, exaggerated degree, which then allows you, uh, which draws you in yourself and takes you away from the Lord. So we talked a, a few episodes ago about examining your consciousness. Right. right. So exam- being self-aware is a good thing. It is. But what we're talking about here with scrupulosity, and I imagine other spiritual afflictions, but with scrupulosity, certainly we can go too far in, 
like my, my attentiveness to myself becomes self-obsession in a right. sense. Okay. Right. Uh, always wondering, did I, or did I not do this correctly? Right. Okay. And so, uh, whereas like, you know, the good guides of conscience will talk about you, um, going forward with a confidence in our Lord. Okay. And so, uh, but again, so does this connection with pride make sense then yeah. as well? Yeah. And it's kind of a backdoor pride in that sense. It's kind of coming in from the, from the, from the backside. It's not like I'm the best thing ever, but it's, Oh, I'm so horrible because I just, you know, I'm, I'm doing this wrong. Right. 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 Okay. So does it become at all? Uh, okay, go ahead. Never mind. That'll take too, too far afield. Okay. Well, you could ask it. And I could... No, that's fine. So what do we? I, so, I promised to rein so, it in. I'm curious. <laughs> well, so is it is it really a sort of uh, self autonomy? Like I can I can self salvation. Like I can work my way out of this. I, but I don't think it is necessarily. Well, uh, well, it's 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 self autonomy in the sense of I never should have gotten into this. <clears throat> okay. Right. Oh, what I do? What did I do? I did this wrong, and so I got into this. Now I've got. Um, it's it's a, it's self autonomy in the sense that it's closed in on yourself. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, I don't think it ever gets to the point though of like I suppose it might in some way. Um, well, I'm just going to do it on my own. Yep. Because then, well, what would happen is if we think that our Lord or His Church is putting an unfair burden, is putting this huge burden on us, this expectation that which is all of our own making and our and our pride and in this sensitivity of conscience that's been exaggerated, we think that oh, you know, this is just an unfair burden. Who could ever meet this burden anyways? And so I'm just going to like say the heck with it in some way. That's not scrupulosity though. Well, that's kind of the end. Then that, that can be, that, that, that oh, can sure. be an end. A, one of the possible consequences. Right. Of, that, okay. that if you don't deal with it, that if you don't uh, listen to a good priest, a good spiritual director in that way. Okay. Yep. So the irony here to me is <laughs> this next question. So because scrupulosity is an expression of my pride, no matter which way I course, sensitive, et cetera. Right. So I don't even know if it's right to say this, but so what do you do about it? Depend on God. Okay. Abandon so, yourself to God. Okay. Yeah. I mean, go. So if the point being, I can't really do anything because it's right. part of the problem. I'm right. trying to do it. Right. Okay. And, and and learning that like this is a fight you don't need to take. Okay. And this is where you said I got to speak Latin. Right. And so uh, the, the, there's a phrase from the spiritual masters uh, in Latin in Latin that says "indubitas libertas," which means when there is doubt, there is freedom. Okay, so what does that mean? <laughs> so, you know, someone who's maybe afflicted with this idea of scrupulosity, they're always kind of in question and question and question, you know, did I do this? Did I not do this? And once, if you can get them to realize the questioning and the doubting, you say that's a sign that this is not a sin. Right. Right? Right. And even if you're in doubt that you're doubting, well, maybe I'm not doubting. <laughs> right? Well, then, then yes, you're doubting. Right. Right. So that's a sign that it's not, just to be clear, that it's not a sin. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well done. Thanks. So, okay, so the, I think this is where my own <laughs> latent potential scrupulosity comes through. Your so sensitivity of conscience. You're saying if I'm not sure that this act was sinful, then I need, then I need to recognize, for, after, okay, I'm doubting whether or not this is sinful, therefore it's not. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. And to abandon yourself to our Lord in that situation. Okay. Yep. Um, so obviously <laughs> I'm struggling with something there. So so probably you can probably better than I can right now name potentially at least the struggle that you're seeing in me. Like that seems like almost kind con- like if I formed my conscience well, 
Shouldn't I know that this was a sin? Uh. <laughs> yeah. So I should know that it was a sin, but the fact that I'm doubting indicates that. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Yep. And so this is why you start in this fact that you you have already a sensitive conscience. Okay. That's why this doesn't afflict someone of a coarse conscience. Okay. I have a more coarse conscience. Okay. And it doesn't afflict me in that way. Okay. Right. I have huh. to remind myself, no, that was a sin, Father. <laughs> So do you, all right, just to play that out then, <laughs> to make this really, this is, I think, personal for me then. So do I, if, if, I, if, the, the, if I'm doubtful about the act, I need to be, be free in that. Do I confess it? Do I bring it to confession, I should say? Would you recommend? You could, but then you'd want to, if your confessor says to you, like the old Baltimore Catechism says regarding whether something is mortal or a venial sin. Right. It says that we often cannot know for ourselves. Right. We need to be judged by another. Right. Uh, and so we bring the sin and its circumstances and its gravity uh, to our confessor who would judge and say, oh, this was a mortal or was not, uh, or it was a venial sin. Okay. And then going forward in the future, we would know in similar circumstances and situations whether or not that was a mortal sin needing right. uh, prompt confession or a venial sin forgivable through prayer that we could bring up in devotion at our next gotcha. confession if we wanted. Okay. Right. Okay. So in the same way, this experience of this doubt or confusion, when you begin to work with this scruple with a trusted confessor director, you might share that with him or her as a director and they would help you see, Oh no, this is, this is doubtful. This is scrupulous. This is a scruple coming on. And so, uh, next time this happens, this is what you do. Right. Okay. Okay. So raise it, whether, yeah, raise it with your director, if you have one or confessor perhaps. And right. So what do I do with this yep. next time. Okay. But if your director has told you what to do, then do it. Right. Right. Which is part of this abandonment uh, and trusting myself to God, which is the only real answer to this. I loved how the, the, the summary way you expressed that uh, previously, radical confidence in God. Right. Radical confidence in God. Down to, down, down to your root. Okay. Now, you may not feel confident, and that's okay. Right. Right. Because your feelings aren't a matter of sin and yep. salvation. Your feelings are feelings. Yep. And so... And you might fight against the feeling of distrust the whole time, right? But as long as you're fighting against it, that's where the that's where the grace is in that, and begging our Lord's grace to come into that. And Lord, I want to trust you. Lord, I'm trying to trust you. I just want to trust you. Uh, help me to trust you. So if I'm if if I'm somebody who is listening to this episode, recognize mm -hmm. that I have a tendency towards scrupulosity. Your to, to to encapsulate really the last few minutes, your advice would be. Uh, number one, make sure you have a trusted confessor or director that you're talking with this about, right? Okay. Uh, number two, uh, indubitas libertas, mm -hmm. where there's doubt, there's freedom. Uh, and number three, respond with a confidence in our Lord. Okay. Yeah. And so like with the doubt, you know, if you're doubting, oh, mm -hmm. maybe I did or didn't do this sin. Like if you're in doubt, go to communion that day. Okay. Okay. Um, unless you can clearly say this is what it was, but if you're like, oh, I don't know. Well, then that's doubt. Yeah, you still have the freedom to act as a uh, in the fullness of your Christian rights. Okay. Uh, th this is for me and therefore hopefully for other people. This is very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a great book. All right. It's a great stuff. Great stuff. So uh, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. We'll probably talk more about this later because I'm really intrigued now. Uh, but in the meantime, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet us, sfdiocese, using the hashtag Ignition with any questions or ideas for future episodes. Until next time, dear listeners, may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. 
You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.